and welcome to this week's edition of Gameware Express. We're just like the Xbox One. We are on tour. Yeah. We're coming at you, not live, because this is an audio recording, Don't from care. Monroe, Louisiana. Where the hell is that? The Great White North. Yeah. Steven and I are up here for work. Usually we're done by Thursday or Friday, but here we have to work through Friday, so we're still here. So we're coming at you two from a hotel room. And we brought a Renee with us. Hello. Renee is here, yeah. Nice to have you back. Yeah, it's good to be back. We missed you last week. I know. I was sad to miss it, but... Um, Whatever. Y'all did a good show, so... Thanks. Duty calls sometimes. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, Rachel's still in Baton Rouge. John Michael's still... Have they had the Dark Souls 2 baby yet? Has that been no. a thing? No. No, okay. it has not happened yet. So, we'll get him back eventually, maybe. Yes. But we have um, Well, we have a show this week. I'm just going to go with that. Uh, the <laughs> PS4 comes out today, by the Whoa! way. So that's really cool. Unfortunately, since we're you know still in Monroe, it'll be sitting on my doorstep from an Amazon delivery. So expect more hands-on PS4 talk next week. Yeah. But this week, we still have things to talk about. Um, introductions. We already said who's here. But with the PS4 coming out, what games did y'all play growing up on... Sony system, whether it was Sony exclusive, made by Sony, made by a Sony team, whatever. What game did you like growing up that you want to see come out on your PlayStation 4? Renee. Well, I kind of have a weird one, I guess. It's been a while since one of these, uh, since a game from the series has come out, not since the days of PlayStation 1. Whoa. But I would really like to see um, Bushido Blade 3 or... Bushido Blade Extreme or Bushido Blade. I just want it to return. I really liked that game. Um, it was a very interesting concept of a game. For, for people that have never played it. What, like me. What do you... I've played it. What, what do you do yes. in this game? Okay, so you basically have um, an area that you're in and um, you pick a character and you pick a sword, I suppose. Like you can pick like a regular... like. Um, katana, or you can pick like a short, shorter like sword, or I think you can pick a spear as well. Um, and each uh, weapon has like a different, you know, way of using it. And you basically just go up against another character, a real person or computer character, a, a computer character. Well, you could play another, with a friend. Too. Yeah, you can yeah, play two player. Yes, um, and it's a fighting it's, game. It is a fighting game, and yeah. it's kind of like a one shot like kill. I mean, you're. You're okay. fighting with a sword, so I mean... Like dive you know, kick? Yes, yeah. kind of. But <laughs> then also influenced. you can maybe aim for someone's arm okay. so that they can they they can't use it. Use or them. aim for an, a leg and then they can't run away from you. Okay. But you certainly can run over, like, run through, like, this environment. And I really loved that about that game is that you didn't just have to stand there and fight against the computer. <laughs> you could just run away from them and you could run through like this. I mean, it was a small environment, but I always thought it was really cool kind of exploring, you know, while you're kind of dodging the computer I around. I pretty much exclusively ran away from Because <laughs> you, you could die so quickly in that game. It's just True. one... One hit, yeah. yeah. Just like Time Killers, which was another... Well, that wasn't good, but <laughs> we've talked about that before. So, So it's know. not a 2D game, it's a... It's a run-around 3D game? Or? Yeah, 3D. You know, this game would be incredible on Kinect, because then you are the samurai. <laughs> you're just, you're, you're using your body. Maybe it should move over to Microsoft. Maybe, I don't know. No, but then what would happen if, like, one of your legs gets chopped off? You're still running around in Kinect. You could but... use man microtransactions to buy another leg. <laughs> and you can use your avatar as the character, which is much cooler than an actual samurai. Let's, let's be realistic about that. Uh... 
Uh, maybe not some, some weird collusion word like drivatar, but sortatar. Sortatar. Samaritar. Something terrible. That series so, was great. It was so good. And there's only Bushido Blade one and two. Um, two had like a more of a storyline. I, you know, I honestly can't remember the story in one, but I watched my brother beat it so many times. I just remember at the end, like if you, while he's talking to you. Your brother? You just, no, no, no. While the final boss, sorry, okay. is talking to you, you can like just run up and kill them. That's cool. But then you get a bad ending. Oh, that's just, interesting. So yeah, so very cool. So you're game. really you're the bad guy if you do it that. Yeah, you have to no be honor. respectful. There's exactly. No honor. There's no honor. Oh, in that. okay, that makes sense. You have sense. to listen to his little spiel and then let him monologue and then kill him. Yes, exactly. So anyway, great game. I'd love to see another one someday. Who made that? Ooh, I do not know. That That's a good question. Square Enix, right? Or Square. Square, square Soft. Square Soft. Yeah, it was a Square Soft series. Okay. Back when they and Sony were tight? Back when they made games. Right. Square used to make video games. They did used to make video games. Can you believe it? Yeah. We'll always <laughs> reminisce on those days. That's why my joke answer to this question was Final Fantasy. Right. Yeah. Because has there really been a Final Fantasy game since like 10? Hey, man. Or 2? 12. Well, for some people... 12 was kind of cool. A lot of people like 14 and 11 over the years. At least the new 14. The new 14. I don't play online, so... I'm kind of curious about 14. I'd kind of like to pick it up, but I'm scared I'll get too... Well, we don't even have a computer that can really run that Really? So, yeah, I don't... I think you need a good computer for that. never mind. We'll just go to Adam's house. You you have a laptop. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, on that. One of our friends plays it on his laptop. Who, Your who, computer? Doesn't Hikari play it? <laughs> I think one of our listeners. Yeah, he plays it. So, but so couldn't if his laptop can run it? Couldn't your computer at home run it? Maybe we'll have to try it. It's like thirty dollars. Oh. I've wasted more money on something worse things, <laughs> and so. it probably won't hold my interest for more than a month. So. And hey, that's how long you can play for free. That's perfect. So you can play Oosh. for a month, and then after that, you got to pay. Except you missed the Halloween costume that makes you look like you're a clan member. That's Aww. weird. He did show me that, which is kind of weird. Yeah. But. Well, in Japan, it's different yeah. culture. Right. Maybe. I don't know. But my real answer, of course, would be um, my favorite game growing up was Crash Bandicoot on PlayStation. Naughty Dog did right with that game. And I'm really sad when Activision took control of it and just kind of sitting on it. Yeah. They released like a game or two on PS2, which wasn't very good. And they released like a fake not crash team racing on mobile devices which i didn't even nitro know that kart, yeah yeah nitro kart i think that's funny. We know crash team racing is the best racing game like it is kart good. racing game uh you know it's good <laughs> i don't know about best but whatever so maybe sony will like get some money back and i mean get that back with some money to activision i doubt it because Act- who would want to pay for that who would want to play a crash bandicoot game like really well, we would. Well, right, I guess so. But Activision would charge like a billion dollars for that. I mean, I would understand <laughs> if they're trying to get Spyro back, because like Skylanders are like hotcakes, even though it's not really Spyro, they're still using Spyro's name. Not but anymore, right? It's not true. even in the title. That's true, not just Swap Force. He's yeah. still a character. He is. Buried somewhere in there. you got to find him. <laughs> Poor Spyro. Maybe Crash Bandicoot has a chance. We don't need a Last of Us 2. We need a or, proper Crash Bandicoot for. How about how about a Crash Bandicoot skin for the main characters of The Last of Us? Sequel? Maybe I would enjoy that game more. That would be great. You could walk around as Crash and Spyro in the world, in the bleak world of, of Last of Us. Crash Mind Over Mutant Two. Oh, I, I never played that oh, one. God, I forgot that was a game too. I, I yeah. only remember the box art from that. Me too. So. That's what I see in my mind. Yep. 
You know, I only really played Crash, the first one. The best um, one. I only won level of it because I oh. had a sampler Not impressed. on PlayStation oh, okay. 1. For the pizza so, I don't know what it was. It had, like, Crash and it had Croc. That's why what? I love Croc so Cro- much. Is that your only experience with Croc? As well, just the demo. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I love. I know, <laughs> but you never you didn't you didn't get to play the full games. You just had the demo. Yeah, I, I played it so much. I'm gonna buy you both both of those so that you can Aww. play the full versions of those games. I don't know what else was on that demo, but I remember Croc and Crash Bandicoot were both. Maybe Spyro. It. No, it wasn't. No. I had a demo disc with Spyro on it, and then I bought the game. I liked it so Spyro much. was great. It was a great series. What's yours, Steven? Well. Um, we mentioned so many good ones, but really, the one Sony series that for me became synonymous over time with the launch of a PlayStation product is Wipeout. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the TV show. I'm talking about the <laughs> futuristic racing game. I mean, Wipeout started on the original PlayStation. I don't think it was a launch title. It may have been close to launch, but it was groundbreaking then. Mm-hmm. And uh, it launched you know, with, uh, with PS3. It was incredible. Even on uh, PSP and Vita. And, um, you know, that studio, I think, got closed down last year. So the likelihood of another Wipeout game anytime soon is not high. And even if they made another Wipeout game, I don't know who would make it. Because so, Sony Liverpool uh, just doesn't exist anymore. I don't think Sony Santa Monica. Just give everything uh, to them. I don't even know. What did they do late, lately? I don't remember. They, could, they, didn't, they didn't make God of War Ascension, did they? That was someone uh, else. Maybe. They are probably working on God but of War next edition. If you've never played Wipeout... Um, it's it's a great, difficult, fast-paced, futuristic racing game. It's like F-Zero, but way faster sometimes, and just crazy. It's so difficult, too. The the Wipeout on the Vita, I, I swear, I, I got worse with that series over time, because I, <laughs> I, I, I can't do anything on the Vita version. I can't even steer the damn ships. So maybe, oh. maybe that's why the... <laughs> Maybe that's why the franchise is gone. Because the Are you Vita, sure it's not like motion control on the Vita. With I got You know, I should try that. I it should try moving it. my body more when I play. It, but <laughs> is it, that free on PlayStation Plus or Vita? It, it is actually. Yeah. So if you are a PlayStation Plus member and you don't own a Vita, well, that you should own a Vita because you have all those free games. So that's right now. That's a free game on PlayStation Plus, and it's very difficult. But go out if you have a PS3, download it on the Vita, or I'm sorry, download the PS3 version because I think that's the best version. Okay. So it's really cool. Yeah. Sweet. So, uh, like I said, our PS4s are probably sitting on our doorstep right now, or wherever you're getting it delivered to. Mom's actually... I think you said you're going to mom's. Yeah, mom's going... My, my PS4 is going to my mom's house, so she can <laughs> play it tomorrow, <laughs> today, but I gotta wait. What uh, What are you getting for launch titles? Are you getting anything? I got a free copy of Knack coming, courtesy of uh, Sony. Okay. And um, I know that game's not getting the best reviews, but I'll check it out. Mark Sarney, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, you know... I don't know anything about that. What it- Knack, it is a character action platformer with not too much platforming. Think of it like simple God of War combat, like three-hit combos. and It's supposed to be difficult. So It's your little guy. I don't know what you are. Robot You're Knack. Or your You're Knack. Jim Knack. And <laughs> main character, Jim Knack. You uh, go around collecting relics, and that makes yeah. him bigger. Like Katamari has He punches things and, and if, if he can get ice elements or ground elements to, if you get hit that sounds so you cute lose you lose your your insides you get smaller kind of so. like sonic loses all his rings yep yeah but sonic doesn't physically get smaller 
He should. Totally. That could be. That's where Sonic should go. Sonic's like a he, ring mech suit. He needs to change his size. So <laughs> tiny Sonic, and then huge Sonic. Does he get a mushroom to make yes, himself larger? Absolutely. So. <laughs> but uh, I, well, I, what I played of Knack at E3, I liked. Yeah, I mean, I've I heard, mean, I've heard good stuff. I've heard, some people the, like it. Some the people don't. Are polarizing. I've seen two point five out of ten. I've seen eight out of ten. Like it's all over. The so place. I will check that out. I'll also be downloading Resogun, which I'm most excited for. I gotta say, on 360, one of my favorite games of all time, let alone launch, was Geometry Wars. Right. Oh my gosh! Two was Ge- Geometry Wars Retro Vault. Was right. The, so this for me, it, it just reminds me of that. You know, it's from the team that made Stardust or Super Stardust HD. Oh, okay. Now Resogun kind of looks like Defender. I mean, it's straight up. You move left and right. You even save little dudes. I mean, it is Defender, but in 2013. So I will definitely be down. That'll probably be the first game I play is download that. Probably same here. And then, you know, Contrast as well is a free download, but I, the reviews aren't as good on that. But I'll still check it out. It's free. It's yeah. Play. And I definitely want to check out just some of the next-gen ports of some of the current-gen games. You kind know, of as a comparison. NBA 2K looks great. Battlefield I've, 4. Battlefield looks good. And I haven't played a basketball game on a console since the Dreamcast. Wow. But when the Dreamcast launched, that was one of the games I got was NBA 2K, and it was awesome. So. It's funny, like reading message boards and stuff, and seeing I guess because Xbox 360 launched first last generation, seeing all the comparisons, like everybody saying like, "Well, I'll probably play Resogun a lot because I love Geometry Wars," or Knack seems kind of like that cute, weird, pretty game like Cameo was. Yeah. And <clears throat> on, on NeoGaf, it was funny. Someone after the Knack review thread went up and they weren't so hot someone like necro posted a uh hold on let's take a quick break I think someone just tried to break into y'all's hotel room. That was fun. <laughs> that was weird. Very so exciting. Sorry for the technical difficulties. I Made mean, new know, friends. Like the one time we just needed an hour to record this podcast in a hotel, someone tries to like break in. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like I was saying, on I was reading NeoGaf and uh, someone like Necro posted on the Cameo review thread from 2005. And reading through all those comments, if I didn't tell you that was a cameo review thread, and you just, re- you just like replace the word one up because that doesn't exist anymore with polygon, for instance, you think it was like the same thing. Like all the posts were the same. Like it was the same vibe. Everybody's like, this is going to be so great. Just give it a chance. And one up slash polygon is so biased in their review and they don't know what they're talking about. Like well, you would have no idea. And it's eight years later. I hope that's the case because I actually like cameo. That right. was another one of my. My 360 launch was so weird because I had Geometry Wars from a download. I had Cameo, which is this bright, beautiful, colorful family game. And then I had Condemned, which is just beating the <laughs> hell out of Hobo. So I would just go back and forth between all those games and it, just, it was a good balance. And I think. I don't know, because it depends what they're going for, because Nintendo has a lot of those games on the Wii U. Like, a lot of games that just look pretty and that you want to mm-hmm. play. And, I mean, Resogun's probably bright and has a lot of particle effects and sparklies. I think that was the big draw of Knack, was like, look how many voxels we can have on screen fall apart, because... I love voxels. It's my favorite <laughs> graphical technology. So voxels, if you don't know what they are, it's, it's, a, it's a way to do 3D, but it's... 
it's a 2D kind of uh, a sprite that's given vol- volume. So it's a volumetric oh. pixel. Mm-hmm. So voxel volumetric pixel. And the first game I ever remember playing with voxels was Comanche on my personal computer. It's a helicopter flight shooting game in like 1994. Oh, I made you watch a video of that did. last week. Yeah, we were talking and about that. Weren't you impressed with the graphics of a 1994 helicopter flight game? It's all thanks to voxels. <laughs> so voxels are coming. And, you know, Minecraft is like the most popular game on the planet, completely powered by voxels. Yep. So they're coming back. I've been telling my buddy Andrew that voxels are the future of video games for like 20 <laughs> years now, and it's finally true. It's finally so I'm back happy about that. So, completely aside. Sorry about that. No, so, yeah, so I'm getting Knack. Uh, I'll get Assassin's Creed because even though 3 is a big disappointment, I've heard good things about 4. I wasn't too fond of the the, the, the the naval battles like everybody was in three, but maybe it's better. Maybe yeah. I just didn't get it. Aren't there a lot more of those now? Yeah, because you're a pirate. You are a pirate. And it was like, I need something to play on my PS4, so I'll just keep this going, because I bought the rest of them. I wish I could play that. I just have not played too many of the Assassin's Creed games. In that game, yeah. it's I like you like just jump lost. into the third Matrix movie, and you're like, what the shit is going on? And yeah, that, that would be a terrible idea if right. you did that. So. Yeah. Well, first of all, I just acknowledge there's a third Matrix movie. That's so true. You're not supposed that. to actually say that exists. <laughs> That's true. So... But it looks good. That, uh, you know, the water looks really incredible in the new Assassin's Creed game. I remember, like, when I first played Uncharted on my PS3, you went into the water and you came out, and like half his clothes were still wet. The part that you were actually got in the, the water with. Future of video games. This is it. Half your body's wet. So. The, um, so I'm excited about that. And then getting Battlefield. I'm getting uh, Need for Speed Rivals. I'd like to check that out. That was the one thing I didn't get to play at E3. That I was really disappointed. Is the on. line too long? No, we we EA's booth was very condensed. It was yeah. big, but it was like packed in, and everything was kind of weird. There were a lot of people. Do they still have the subwoofer floor? They do not. So that was. I cool. was so disappointed because I was telling Rachel about the subwoofer floor, and we went there. Yeah, if you don't, and it wasn't um, there. If you if you're listening to this and you don't know what we're talking about, at E3, historically Electronic Arts booth has a uh, video presentation sec- section where you can watch their trailers for upcoming games. And in that area, the entire floor is a subwoofer. It's insane. Standing on that and watching the videos. Renee, you, you've done the subwoofer floor at E3, right? At, at EA's booth. Do you remember that? I do remember that. The whole floor just shaking and <laughs> just your body explodes when you're standing on it. It's pretty <laughs> it, cool. it wasn't there this year. They need to market. Man. They need to figure out a way to get that in our homes because I think that's the <laughs> one thing missing from our home theaters is subwoofer floor. So we went through it once, and I mean, since Rachel works there, she wasn't like, I don't want to see any of this. I see this every day. Because um, I was back when she was working on Madden, so I was like, I don't want to see that again. And it was there, and I just kind of passed by it. it then, well, you can check it out yeah. soon. So, yeah, as soon as we get, home, we get home. Three and a half hour drive back home. <laughs> anyway, so um, what we have been doing, despite my crappy internet connection... I've been playing a lot of XCOM Enemy Within. That was XCOM Enemy Unknown was my favorite game last year for many reasons. And Enemy Within just makes it better. Uh, For those who missed out on it last year, A, what are you doing? And B, um, I'm trying to think the best way I can briefly explain this. So in the world of XCOM, it's a series that's been around for a while, but I never checked it out until last year's model. So did you play any of the... 
like older ones? <clears throat> yeah, I played a lot of XCOM on PC back when I was. A, a lot, it was a, one of my favorite strategy franchises mm-hmm. from you know the nineties. Right. So. so now it's it wasn't always developed by Fraxis, was it? Or no, no. This the okay. last year's or two years ago, whatever. The, it was last the, year. the last XCOM game was the first one by Fraxis, and then so. the people who make Civilization. Yeah, exactly. So it's a it's a turn based strategy game, similar to like Final Fantasy Tactics or, or Fire Emblem. Um, enemies, I mean, uh, enemies, aliens invade, and you have to, you know, command your little troops on the battlefield and go shoot them in the face. However, it, it's more than that. It's the metagame that really draws it in because after each battle, you go back to your command base, and there you're researching the alien technology to make your soldiers better, building new things, keeping all the countries in the world happy because they're all kind of funding your secret mission to take out the aliens. So it's like a balancing act. Yeah. You're constantly having to... Because it's like, oh, I want to upgrade my dude's armor, but first I have to get the alien technology to do I have to research that, and that takes time because the clock's constantly ticking. So I'm like, right, I'm waiting for that to happen. But then aliens invade one of the... Like, one of three cities. So you have to go pick a city to go to and go fight them, but the other two cities then freak out more if you didn't go help them. So you're trying to balance... Your panic meter in the world while developing yourself to make your dudes better and can't you lose support of a nation at yeah. any given time which oh loses your gosh. which yeah, loses each, your funding each each month you get money from countries and if they freak out too much they'll leave and i didn't have that happen the first time i played but i've had it happen now yeah that's it fun. seems like everybody freaks out way more in this expansion pack. <laughs> it's so, a new feature more more freaking out and the worst part is when you're on the battlefield if one of your dudes dies he's gone yeah, forever. So they level up, and you can get new perks and new um, abilities. So if you have a level 6 or level 7 dude, he can, like, stomp the field. But if he goes down, you're kind of screwed. Plus, right. like, if your dude just even gets hurt, he might be out for six days because, you know, he was wounded in battle. So you can't use him for six days. So if aliens evade, then you better have someone on your bench that can come up and play. Because It's just like sports. Yeah. When someone's injured, they've got to recover. <laughs> so you can't put Michael Jordan out to shoot the aliens every week. <laughs> He's got to take time off. And then, uh, you know, you now, I didn't do it the first time around, but you can customize your dudes, you can give them names, so I named them after oh. all of you, so I hope you don't die. I, I was hoping you didn't name them, because that's when you start to get attached, and you're, you're like, right. I can't lose my, my Steven, because he's really good, <laughs> and then he dies, and you, and you could name the next one Son of Steven, I that's guess. That's it. You just my heir or something. So. But in the expansion, um, it is a lot of the same at first. I will say, I'm not big on replaying games, but like, I've loved playing this again. Because I'm just starting to get where the additions are there. So now, aside from killing aliens, you're trying to find these things on the battlefield called Meld, which is just some of this substance that helps energize your soldiers more. You can either turn them into mechs, and your mech can have like a flamethrower. That's and cool. He can't take cover, but he has like twice the health and just stands there and like blows shit up. Can he like fly around? No, maybe. Be, maybe later. Maybe. I've only unlocked awesome. two levels. The third level is a jetpack. Yeah. Or you can genetically modify your soldiers like uh the guy named steven's one of my snipers so i modified his legs so he can um get up on buildings faster without having to use ladders so i can get him up there and snipe things no, down. that's a great idea yeah. or you can um modify them where they heal themselves every turn and stuff that's useful right and it's, but it's, it's it sucks because you never have enough money enough time or now enough meld to do things so you kind of have to pick and choose so man you gotta get a game genie or something and just put some codes in there and and like I mentioned before the hours just fly by because you're sitting there like I need to develop this laser this uh, laser assault gun so it's sitting there waiting for it to go so I'm waiting for it to go and then alien attack happens like I take 20-30 yeah. minutes doing this battle and then I come back and then the council calls and then you go on a mission for them and then they get pissed off and I lose Australia so mm-hmm. and, is there a mode that you can be the aliens in this game 
I'm not sure if in multiplayer, like, well, I mean, like a story mode. That, not that I know. Awesome. Of. Not that I know. Of. Now like they did a full campaign where you're on the aliens. That'd be style. cool. The only thing you can do is later on in the game. Spoiler alert. Oh no! You can get psionic powers. Oh yeah, I and then you can mind control aliens. So you can kind of control them. You know, you can do that in StarCraft, like really? the old, like the original StarCraft. There's a character that lets you control uh, units from another race, and you right. can actually end up building an entire army That's crazy. of the other race. The only problem with that, at least in the first one, is I haven't gotten that far this time around, was when you control them, you can't kill yourself. You can't turn the gun on yourself uh, as the alien. Right. So you just kind of sit there, but they always turn back to where you can shoot them on their turn. So once you have them moved with your players, That's then they turn bad and they start shooting you. But then I learned you can just drop a grenade next to yourself and blow yourself up. Well, there you go. So. So that game's really awesome. I've already played 10 hours, and it just came out on Tuesday. Wow. And we're on the road working. Right. Where do you find all the time to play this well, game? you know. In the hotel. Sleep. Yeah. What's that? Who needs it? Because I was, I was actually looking forward to getting caught up on some more Pokemon or some more of uh, my handheld games while I'm up here. Yeah. But I've just been playing Xbox. Yeah, I brought my Vita, and I haven't turned it on since right. we got up here. So I was going to check out Civilization on my iPad, but then I remember this came out. I was like, we can't play too many Firaxis games no. at once. It'll dominate all of your free time. So that's all I've really been doing. I really love it. And I also kind of wanted to play as much as I could while I was up here. Because, I mean, once I get home, it's going to be PlayStation 4 all weekend. PS4 all the time. Right. I so guess, with all those great games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I only played the first XCOM for 19 hours. I'm already about 10 now. And so I'm already near halfway. Yeah. I guess because now I know how to research things, how to start better from the, from the bottom. So I'm kind of taking longer establishing things and, right. and everything in this one. That makes sense. So it's really fun. You should definitely check it out. You could get it. The expansion includes the full game on console, right? See, I, yeah, and I, it does. But I already have XCOM on the PS3 for, through PlayStation Plus. Play it. There's, well, I will. But is there a way to upgrade the... That I don't know. I gotta look into that. I don't know if it'll be DLC and you can pay like... Or I don't know. I want to pay $10. but I, I don't think to... so because I don't think they'd make you buy it again if you already, even if you bought it retail. On console, there's got to be a way to upgrade it to the expansion, huh? I'll just wait till it goes on sale. I mean, I paid thirty bucks for it on Steam. Worth every penny. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Steven, since Rachel's not here, I heard you've been playing Zombies. Yeah, my I had to pick up the torch, but I mean, I'm, there's no glory from me. That game's so difficult. I swear, I played it for about maybe a half hour. Mm-hmm. Man, I only got to the like fifth, fifth or sixth level. That game's hard. Mm-hmm. There's you get to that area where all the the guys with the chainsaws are going through the the bushes to get you and. They take so many squirts from that water gun to kill. <laughs> you can turn into a werewolf, and then you can kind of kill them really quickly. Right. But then the level after that, I'm in an Egyptian pyramid, and I don't know—I don't even know where to go. I can't even figure it out. That, so that that game has all these puzzle elements combined mm-hmm. with the difficulty of the, the 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 combat because all the enemies are so fast paced; they move so quick. So right. I am not as good at. Zombies Ate My Neighbors is Rachel, so my hat's off to her for sticking with that game, because it was just... I don't know if I'd ever played it that much as a kid. Probably, mm-hmm. when I would rent it as a kid, I'd probably play it for you know 10 or 20 minutes at a time, and just keep starting over. So this is the first time that I actually kept trying to go forward progress. What are you playing on? I'm playing on Super Nintendo. Okay. Is it any different than the Genesis version? I have no idea. I've never played the Genesis version. I assume the Genesis version does what Nintendo don't, <laughs> but you know they could be equal. So I mean, Aladdin was different on both of those. Consoles, and they were completely so. different games from right. two different developers. Exactly. So but Zombies Ate My Neighbors is the same developer, same publisher. So because okay. yeah, even the um, even Aladdin was it was published by different companies too. Yeah. Capcom versus Sega. So. Interesting. Yeah. Which one's better? 
I mean, for Aladdin, I always go with the Genesis version. Right. I know we've got differing opinions. I think, Renee, you prefer the Super Nintendo version for Aladdin. Um, I own both. No, I don't really you? have an opinion so much on Aladdin. I think games similar to that, though, like Star Wars like games, I like the Game Some... Boy version. I See, I oh, don't really yeah. have an opinion on... Well, like Aladdin, I never some people, anything, I, I, so. some people like the Super Nintendo version better, but yeah, Genesis yeah. version all the way. Flying carpet level, getting out of the cave. That's Super Nintendo, right? No, because there is a flying carpet level in the Super there Nintendo. There was the Genesis. Version. I remember playing it. On, okay, they both have the flying carpet level. <laughs> Just the animation was so good in the Genesis version. Yeah. Music, yeah. everything. So that game was, uh, I guess, Shiny Entertainment, David Perry's studio. Mm-hmm. He went on to kind of work on, around the same time, the Earthworm Gem series, and later MDK, and uh, Messiah on PC, and now he, he founded Gaikai. He, after he oh, left, that's where that name So yeah, he familiar. left okay. game development and he founded Gaikai, and then that got bought out by Sony for like a billion dollars. We'll see how that works next yeah, year. Yeah, we'll see how that works out next year. So David Perry went from, you know, uh, Aladdin all the way up to streaming services so mm-hmm. but i grew up playing all his games loved them so speaking of aladdin was the aladdin level in kingdom hearts one is that one in there yes thinking? okay have you gotten that far yet no i'm not that far <laughs> yet um, where are you at i think that's the next level i'll go to i'm in the tarzan world right now but i beat the alice in wonderland stage and i beat well beat quote unquote olympus coliseum yeah, because that's something so, you go back to to do, like, challenges, right? That's right, yeah. If I remember that correctly. Man, I mean, that game's just really beautiful. And I actually um, noticed that, I don't know if it's because I'm playing on hard mode or if this is because of Final Mix, but the colors of the boss at the end of the Alice in Wonderland stage was a different color. Hmm. It was pink and, like, lime green. Whereas I think it used to be like a red and blue or something like that. So that was kind of weird. I don't know. I haven't researched it yet why that right. boss it's, was It's the shiny sprite. Color. You yes. should have caught it. Shiny sprite. So, <laughs> Maybe the TV um, is just so much better now than that old <laughs> TV that you were playing it on. Yeah, I was playing on like a tiny TV. Now you get like a 55 inch. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't notice that was a different color. Anyway, I'm just always amazed by how beautiful that game is. Um Certainly, like, with the Tarzan level, like, um, there's a area where there's the campsite, um, mm-hmm. Jane and her dad and Clayton's campsite, um, and just all the little details are just all look, like, spot-on perfect, not like, you know, these blurry messes of weird, jaggedy edges. Um, I think it all looks really, like, smooth and polished. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm still enjoying it. I just okay. got to truck through that Tarzan level because I know it's really difficult. But yeah, really looking forward to Agrabah. Yeah. Because Agrabah is awesome. Probably the best in Kingdom Hearts 1. Other than Hollow Bastion in the last area. I don't know why, but the Tarzan level sticks out to me most. And I don't really remember a whole lot of the first game. I don't remember if it was hard or if it was a pain. or if, I don't the know why. The boss it's, is really hard. I, mean, I don't know why it sticks out to me. Yeah, the there's like... um. There's like a sliding sequence that you can go through. Mm-hmm. So just like in Tarzan the movie, you know, Sora can go down like... The, the vines um, or whatever. Yeah, it's like you you go like slide down like these trees and stuff. So there's like sliding and then there's like a vine area. Um, the boss though in particular, I remember, is, is pretty hard. Clay, yeah. you don't like that weird chameleon. Yeah, that that's it, that's it. 
Yeah. So. You got to drum ship yet? Uh, yeah, you know, I've actually been enjoying that more than I thought. I remember, I guess, whenever I was thinking about gummy ships, I was, like, thinking back to Kingdom Hearts 2. And I remember not enjoying gummy ships in Kingdom Hearts 2, but this one has certainly reminded me that gummy ships are fun, and it is fun to, like, collect all the stuff for it and try and fuse it together, synthesize. Why didn't they ever make gummy ship food that you could, like, <laughs> buy candy? Wouldn't that, that sell so much? That would be so cute, you especially could, if you could build it. Yeah, you candy. build your candy, and then you eat it. That's really a missed opportunity. I'm especially because, like, stuff like that's popular in Japan. Like, you make the little sushi rolls, like hmm. the gummy sushi yeah. rolls, and then you eat it. Yeah. We come up with ideas. You know, ideas that the video game industry could <laughs> have, into, and it's yeah. too late now, so, you uh, know. Yeah. That ship has sailed. It really has. It's over. <laughs> have they announced, like, 2.5 HD remakes yeah. coming mm-hmm. out soon? Next, next year. year? Okay. Yeah, they have. Does that mean Kingdom Hearts 3, the next year? Ooh, it should, what if it came with a demo, or a video, I don't know, something. Beta. Yeah. <laughs> I would hope that's what they're doing. 2015, I mean, that's three years after they announce it, two years after they announce it. Like, officially show it off, I mean. Yeah. We all, we all know it's been coming. When it was first, like, they dropped that bomb during E3 this year, the Summer Man, Conference. Everybody lost it. I was not it. expecting that. Yeah, you know, it was in that moment that I have just such this love-hate relationship with Kingdom Hearts, just the series <laughs> as a whole. And I thought I didn't care about that game. But the second I saw it announced, I mean, even talking about it right now, I got chills. I was so happy. We, Rachel and I were standing in line at the Microsoft store in Century City in Los Angeles for um, some event with Major Nelson. We were watching the Sony press conference on my phone because we couldn't get into that one. And I remember we both were just like, oh, shit. <laughs> when, that came on, when that came on my screen, all the people in line were looking at us like we were crazy. Well, they just don't understand. I teared up at the Final Fantasy announcement because that <laughs> game, I mean. 15? Yeah. Or, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's been in development for so long and. You know, they, I don't know how much of their heart and soul that they poured into it, but it seems like they kind of have, you know. It was weird, and like, I can't believe I would say this, like, when he said, when he was doing his little monologue, and at the end, where it was like, it was like the 15th order, the 15th whatever, and the versus 13 words, like, morphed into Final Fantasy 15. I was like, they flipped it! it. Oh my god! Yeah, exactly. I mean, I teared up. I was so excited, because that mm-hmm. game deserves its own number. Yeah. You know. The story seems really interesting, you know, from what I've heard. So. Yeah, because it seemed like weird monarchy kind of setup, but it was like modern-ish times, Japan. I don't know, it looked really strange, yeah. but um, I like the way it was like combat, but they were like moving through the yeah the, the house and stuff. So hopefully, Kingdom Hearts 2015, 15-2016, we'll see. We'll see. We can dream. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry I haven't gotten further in Kingdom Hearts, but hey. other than that, I've just been playing Pokemon. I'm actually stuck in Pokemon. Isn't that weird? That is weird. Yeah. I'm How many badges stuck. do you have? Same as last time. No, no, no. I beat, um... I just didn't know what I'm Paris, stuck. like, town? Uh, I don't know. Lumios? Yeah, Lumio City. I beat the gym leader there. Which number is that? Either five or six. I still have two. I haven't... I've played it, like, one time since that podcast. There's been so many other games. I've just been really busy before. Yeah. And Pokemon's good. I still, I mean, I don't know how much, how believable this new team is. Really? Yeah. I realized it hit me. Like, Flair's a double entendre because they're like, FLA, or like they have fire in their hair, but they mm-hmm. always talk about how good they look, so they got Flair. Mm-hmm. I was like... Ah, uh, <laughs> Yeah. And I think Black and White and Black and White 2 will always be my favorite. Hell yeah. Yeah. 
So, but I mean, do you think after playing X and Y, going back to Black and Black Two would be a thing, or would it be the changes be too drastic for me? Because I never finished Black Two. Do you think I could go back to that? Or yeah, I mean, certainly because whenever Black and White came out. Uh, I have a friend who I would do a lot of the multiplayer stuff with, like the mm-hmm. post-game stuff. So we would do, we would go back to Soul Silver even whenever okay. Black and White came out and do um, the Battle Frontier together. So, I mean, it. I feel like maybe there was a big difference between Diamond and Pearl and Platinum, and once you got Soul Silver, just because the detailing of the battle screen was like very drastic, right. very different. But, um, really, I mean, in black and white, honestly, the screen has not changed very much. And while, um, I remember during the Pokemon podcast, uh, Rachel brought this up that if there's a sandstorm brewing or if there, if it's raining, you see it on the bottom screen. Mm-hmm. But in black and white, you also see that as well. Oh, really? You'll okay. see not the sand swarming around, but you'll see the fact that there's a sandstorm is broadcast on the lower screen. Gotcha. Or if, if it's raining, it is broadcast on the lower screen. So, um... Uh, no, I think it would still be good going back to it. And honestly, I mean the if you like the older Pokemon games, seeing you know the old sprites might still right. you know be good. All right, Steven, we're done talking about Pokemon. Wake yep. up! Oh God! You yeah. fell asleep for a minute there. <laughs> I was sleepy. Did uh, were you able to wade through all the PS4 pre-hype stuff and find any news? For this um, or? yeah, you know, uh, big news. PS4 is available. That's true. Wow, isn't new, that fun? News, news, news. That's news. the news. Brand new systems out. It's been a, it's been a year since we've been able to say that. Yeah. Uh, the Wii U did come out last year, and we all love that. Mm-hmm. But PS4 is available now, so go get it. If it's sold out, um, maybe ask your retailer when they get it back in. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, I mean, there's been a lot. I mean, a lot of people pre-ordered it. Yeah. But you see all those pictures of all those warehouses just stocked with. Oh, them. I mean, it's it's going to be popular. I think it'll sell very well throughout the holidays. And then we got Xbox One coming out in what? A two, week? Is it one That's week? Next week. Next week. All this <laughs> new stuff. Too many games. And and then also, um, you know, next week we've got the new Zelda on 3DS and new Mario. Uh, new Mario. And the the reviews are already starting to come out on on Zelda: Link Between Worlds. And it's already one of the best reviewed games of the year. I'm very um, excited about that game. Yeah, you know, just the art direction that they took in that, like it. Reminds me of the Ocarina of Time, like drawn, mm-hmm. like. And of course, it's the whole thing is just a, an homage back to Link to the Past, which yeah. is the same maps, the same. I mean, it's I can't wait. That's and that right. and that could have screwed them over because that's a big that's some big shoes to fill. Yeah. And it seems like they did it. So if, if you never never don't trust Nintendo. Yeah. Why would anyone stop? I mean, come on. They they they, they have their drought. After the Wii, yeah, they're always doomed. But I mean, every every console has its drought after it comes out, and then good stuff starts coming out. And the Mm -hmm. Wii U, for me, has been on fire since Pikmin Three came out, and Wonderful One Hundred One, and and you know Zelda, Wind Waker HD, and now um, we've got the new Mario game. So, and if you're into Wii Fit, I mean, that's now on Wii U, and Wii Sports sort of is on Wii U. So. John Michael was really successful with that, wasn't he? Yeah, he he lost a good bit of weight playing Wii Fit way back in the day. Hmm. So, check that out. And some other Nintendo news, they're finally unifying the, I guess, I, what would you call it? the Between the two systems? Yeah, the 3DS and the Wii U will now share the Miiverse, and your monies, your digital money on both systems are, are shareable. They're still not quite there because you—it's not a unified account, which is 
a lot know, of a lot of people are wanting because right now if you if you download a the digital version on your 3ds it's tied to that system so you lose that system or it's stolen oh well yeah you got to call nintendo and get a police report you got to jump through all what? these it's crazy like i'm not doing that to get my digital copy of the original metroid back on my 3ds but you know nintendo's really behind because this is something that Sony and Microsoft have had down for years now. It, mm-hmm. There should just be an, a, an account that I log into. Like on, a club? Yeah, like a, some kind of cl- Nintendo club or mm-hmm. Club Nintendo. I don't know what they could call it. Um, <laughs> but you should be able to just log into your system. And then it should say, oh, hey, Steven, you've bought these games, but I don't see them on your system. Would you like to download them? Because I know you own them. So if I lose my Wii U... Which I don't know how that would happen, but if I lose it, <laughs> I mean, and, it could break or yeah, or something. Or and, you know, if it like you say, if it breaks, or if, my, if I lose my 3ds, any digital content that I own on those systems is just gone. So I personally, I'm just not really all that interested in spending money on digital games for formats that I'm not guaranteed access to. Right. Hopefully, so we're getting there, right? Yeah. Hopefully, it's a step in the right direction. Yeah. So it, it just takes time. Um, but hopefully we'll see Nintendo get there soon. So, uh, another news: Microsoft has announced that they're bringing their Games with Gold promotion to Xbox One sometime in 2014. So, I yeah, thank you, Microsoft. I think it's great that Sony has kind of led the initiative with PlayStation Plus. And if if you've heard us talk about it before, um, and you know, competition's great, and it makes companies that are maybe just a little complacent with the status quo. It makes companies like that change their their thoughts and their actions. So even though I think a lot of people have criticized Games with Gold for offering software that's just not interesting, you know, the six-year-old games that you could buy used copies of for $2 at, at, at the store, but at least it's something. Yeah. And I will say this, the games with gold, when you get that game through your gold subscription, it is yours forever. You download it, there's no, you can cancel Xbox Live, you can still have the game. Uh, have, that's okay, I know that's what it is on 360, have they confirmed that for Xbox One? Not yet, we haven't heard anything about that. And then, you know, with Sony, as much as we love PlayStation Plus, and we do, um, if you if you let your account run out, then you lose access to those games. So mm-hmm. effectively, you're just renting the games. Right. And I don't care because I probably won't ever stop subscribing to PlayStation Plus. They've got me. <laughs> the, the idea is that they give you all these games so that they'll, that, you know, they'll see your customer. At the end of their subscription, they'll be like, well, I'm not going to give this stuff up. So, of course, I'm just going to resubscribe because there's so much value. So, And that's a great model to me you know, as a business perspective. So I, I, if they keep the service going the way it is, I don't see myself ever ending my PlayStation Plus subscription. And how many games have we gotten from that? Uh, in the past year and a half, probably 65 games. That's so probably many Probably around games. across... How many of them have you actually played? Probably 30, honestly. Wow. Okay. Not yeah, all the way through, but... You usually pick them up for an hour or two, you know. At least. Yeah, and I, right now we've got about 30, ga- 30 games installed on our PS3. So wow. I love the service. It's awesome. Yeah. I turn that thing on and it's a jukebox filled with video games. So it's, it's what I always yeah. wanted when I was a kid. I always wanted just turn on my Genesis and I could just pick from a hundred games. And, and they sort of did that with Sega Channel, but not to the extent that we've got it now. So I, I love it. It's awesome. 
But don't be confused. We do love owning physical copies of games. Oh, absolutely. We are huge yeah, so it's on that. They have two closets full, and they're oh like my spare, God. spare bedrooms. It's true. And Steven we built custom shelves for our closets. I did. And in case you wanted to know where we live, so you can borrow our games, we, we live very <laughs> far away. So we we love our digi- our digital. We love our physical. Um, you know, mostly the, the the digital games I've gotten through PlayStation Plus are honestly games that I might not have bought. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really cool for me me to be able to play those games. Like Spec Ops The Line, I probably never would have bought that game. Mm-hmm. But playing it through PlayStation Plus, it was actually a really cool game. Hmm. So, I mean, I'm getting to experience things that I don't normally spend money on. Right. But but I think that they're worth my time. So. Yes. And if you if you're into the Sony ecosystem and you own a Vita and you own a PS3 and you're thinking about getting a PS4, there's just so much more value to PlayStation right. Plus. So, I mean, we just earlier Rezo got in contrast. Yeah. PS4 already free. My most anticipated PS4 game is free on day one today. Free today to download. So that's cool. What do you think will be the first games with gold? On uh, Xbox you know, I think Killer Instinct Unlocked will right. be the first Xbox One game with gold. Huh. I'm really. I just I think after eight months of that game being for sale. And sort of free, I think they're just going to go ahead and get... And they're giving it away already to right. so many people. Sure. If you've been on Xbox Live for a while, I don't know how to get it, but if you have if you have a history with Xbox Live, they, they're just... They're emailing codes out and they're giving them out, so... You know. My money is on Rise. Yeah, Rise. Rise. Oh my god. Or gosh. some shitty Connect game. Well, it makes sense to give away a Connect game mm-hmm. because yeah. everyone's going to have a Connect with Xbox One, so... Yeah, it, it could be any of those. It could be... Titanfall. T- oh, well, I doubt that. <laughs> Maybe they'll do Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter HD HD download for Xbox. So it'll be an HD version of a game that was already in HD on 360, but now it's on Xbox One. Maybe they'll they'll do new collections. And really, get one what of those are they going to call those this generation? They can't call it whatever HD. Remastered. Remastered. Yeah. Collection. They, they need to do a condemned collection, because I'd buy that again. So and super HD. You ne- in the new version, you could be the bear. So you're you're hunting the cop as the bear, and I totally. Can you be a bear with a cop hat? Yes, if you pay five dollars extra for the cop hat I as would DLC. Pay $5 so yeah, extra for that. But it'll be interesting to see what Microsoft offers uh, on their their extended games with gold promotion. I'm kind of curious to see what they keep offering on. Uh, on 360, I'm I'm gonna put money on the fact that I think table tennis is gonna be one of the free games. Rock, I that was great. Rockstar's game. table tennis is great. Oh, yeah. You remember that, that one? Game. Hell, that game was on Wii. I don't think anyone bought it on. Oh. Why would you buy that on the Wii? You already have Wii Wii That's Sports true. with it's tennis, and they made table tennis. Rock. There were so many like badminton games and tennis games on the Wii though. But Rockstar's table tennis is cool. They need to bring all of cool. those to Wii Sports Club. Yeah, they should. More sports. All the sports. All but the time. We'll have to wait and see that you know what what Xbox One what 360 continues uh, with with uh, the games with gold promotion. Meanwhile, Sony's been killing it with PlayStation Plus. It is. I guess I'm sort of. Am I advertising for them? You sound a little bit like Man, a it's, chill. It's just awesome though. It's really cool. It's, every month I'm excited to, to hear what the game announcements are. And this month we had Dragon's Dogma. Um, I don't know. We had some other games, but Dragon's Dogma I downloaded. On my PS3. Should I check that? It's every Tuesday, right? Every Tuesday for brand new game for free. <laughs> All right, Mr. Infomercial. Next. Oh, <laughs> can't get away from it. Um, I don't. I don't really have anything else. Uh, Sony. Um, you know they they announced last week that the only way to play music on your PS4 
was to subscribe to the uh, Music Unlimited service, which is like 50 bucks a year. So no CD support, no vinyl support on your uh. PS4. Telling me I can't just put a record in that thing and just listen to vinyl. All so my cassette tapes. I know. What am I supposed to do with all these Milli Vanilli cassettes? What is my life? I just can't <laughs> even listen to my favorite music while I play Resogun. But today, or, or the other day, they announced that MP3 and CD. What's a CD? <laughs> did they make the CD? Yeah, they did. I think so. Maybe it was Magnavox. Um, but the MP3 and CD support will be coming to PlayStation 4 one day. So I'm going to have to burn my Milli Vanilli mixtapes to a disc somehow, and just <laughs> then I'll be able to, to listen to my favorite tunes on my PS4. So All the Linkin Park. Well, all the Linkin... Wrong. Well, Linkin Park and Battlefield, I think that goes together really <laughs> well. So um, that's cool. You know, Sony really does a good job, and, and I think everyone does, uh, Microsoft and, and Nintendo notwithstanding. Um, everyone does a good job of listening to their customers. So the day they made that announcement... You know, some Sony execs were, were on Twitter saying that they were listening to the feedback, mm-hmm. and it took a week for them to change that. So, it's funny how different it is this launch because seven years ago we didn't have Twitter. No, we, we didn't, didn't have this we the had, presence of social media. We had Live Journal. Yeah. Man, I was Live Journal updates on PS3. How PS3 sucked, and why would you buy that? <laughs> Just get a 360 in a week for the well, same Casper price. I was not reading your Live Journal. Apparently. He wasn't. Yeah, he, and he's not really reading these Twitters either, is he? He's not reading these tweets, so it's it's other folks. Yoshida is on the ball with this stuff. Yeah, I think I, social media has, it, everything's, we're able to communicate so much easier with people that make the decisions. Mm-hmm. So I think that our opinions on message boards and on Twitter and anywhere, they really do have an impact quicker than they did before. And it's great for everyone because as a company like Sony or Microsoft, you know, you're able to communicate with the people that are buying your product and you're able to make those changes faster than before. So it's pretty cool. Before, what would you do? Write a letter? Yeah, I wrote... It's easy to ignore a letter, but it's harder to ignore whenever one person (laughs) says, this thing sucks, and then you get a whole horde of people... a million people retweeting (laughs) it. ...that are all screaming it. And then you got, you know, I don't know, like Kotaku posting a story the next day or that afternoon. But you're right, a letter... Kaz Harai probably opened these letters and just like laughed and then burned them and lit a cigar with the letter. He's like, I'm not listening to this. $600 is a great value. You can just get a second job. You remember that? When, yes. when, he, when he was asked what, what he thought about people saying they couldn't afford a PS4, PS3, he, he said, you know, you could just get a second job. To This was, this was a public what? statement. That's just get a second part-time job to help pay for your PS3. That's... Oh, I think I know, okay, is that that or Don Matrix saying back well, when the Xbox One was announced, it was all it was always online, and people were like, what about people who have a don't have a connection? And he was like, well, we have a system for you. It's the Xbox 360. He, that was <laughs> what's honest, worse, that or Kazurai? No, that's worse because Kazurai. At least the Kazurai comments were pretty hilarious and ridiculous, <laughs> but the Don Matrix comments were just so out of touch. I mean, it's and I'm whatever. I don't. I don't really want to touch on that but that's <laughs> oh man microsoft uh so yeah well, he's just, not there anymore he's not so. he's where is he he's at our favorite zynga. zynga the number one developer in the land um to make your mobile and social games i don't think zynga will be around for a few more years uh but don matrick and that that whole pr team had trouble during e3 they weren't um they should have just shut up they should have not said anything mm-hmm. so but that's in the past yep 
Let's move on Xbox to the future. Xbox One is here. Xbox One is the here. The future is now. The future is now, and, and we'll forget about all the stuff, because <laughs> it's, it's all different. You're not going to have to do any of those things Microsoft said. But they sure said it brazenly, didn't they? And they yeah. sure said it with, with just assurance that they were looking right. ahead. But they really they, they weren't, you know. Yeah, Albert Pinello said we just weren't ready for Microsoft's future. But here's the thing: they're still saying stupid shit. Like even this <laughs> week, they're saying stupid stuff. It's like I, it's I don't the know. Week if, before launch. I don't know if they've yeah. learned. I, what, what was it? Do you remember what what Pinello said last week? Because I don't. It was just ridiculous. I mean, he said he said that where he said we weren't, we weren't ready for Xbox he said, One's future. He and, said that the customers weren't ready for yeah, the future. But Microsoft. obviously. My, I mean, well, anyway, let's change the subject. Well, yeah. I'm getting pissed off over here. I don't want to talk about it anymore. So, uh, I don't know. That's about it for news. You got anything? I don't have anything. No. Renee, you got anything for news? No. What's news? I don't know. Video games. They're coming back. You know what's news? We have a bunch of new games coming out. I love new games! Today. Are they awesome new games? Oh, I'll let you be the judge of Is that. Is there a new wipeout? This is going to be the new game lightning round. Cause okay. Because there's so many. It's random. Because we have a PS4 launch, so we have Knack, uh, Killzone Shadowfall, War Thunder. What's that? I have no idea, but it's All on right. your PS4. I'll check it out. You know, Need for Speed Rivals came out this week on your PS4 and everything else. And then all the other, again... Ports like Lego Marvel Super Heroes, and next week you get NBA Live 14 and Angry Birds Star Wars. Oh, Angry Birds on my oh, PS4. Man, not Angry Birds. Do I play and, that with uh, a move controller? You know, if you buy, you've bought Flow or Sound Shapes or Flower or Dive Kick, you can redownload all those. DC For Universe Online is coming to PS4. That's For free to play. Free. I like free. You can play The Amazing Spider Man on your Vita now. Okay. Starting oh. next week. All right, that sounds great. Okay. Uh, what else do we have? Young Justice Legacy on PC. Soul, I don't even know what Soul that is. Soul Calibur 2 HD online on your PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 to download. Is that coming to Wii U? No. Oh, but that Wii, but the GameCube version of Soul Calibur 2 was the best selling. Shut up, you're oh, banned. Damn it. <laughs> and then after- I did get banned from NeoGAF for <laughs> saying that. It was a temporary ban, but it's okay. Ridiculous. <laughs> what else you got? Oh, man. The next That's week, it? Next week's going to be worse. So. We'll, we'll go over that. So next week, all your PS4 games are out. Go buy them, play them, have fun, enjoy if, your purchase. If you buy them all, you get a special achievement that doesn't show up in the system as a trophy. Just you'll know it personally that you bought every <laughs> PS4 launch game. So go ahead and do that so that you get that trophy. Okay. Oh, I, I, speaking of trophies, there is one more piece of news. This is kind of weird. So on the PS4, reportedly, you can't view your trophies unless you're online. And I don't know if they'll fix that later, because if you're offline, you just can't view the trophies that you've earned on your system. So that's weird. That's weird. Not that I really care about that, and I'm, I'm always online anyway, which is kind of funny how when Microsoft announced that you'd have to be always online, I was all upset. But I am always online. Right. What am I not online? But so, I love the internet. Yeah. We're online now in this hotel. We have Netflix going on on our TV, because <laughs> there's nothing on TV, so... We are always online, but on PlayStation 4, if you want to check out your trophy progress and, you know, whatever, then you just got to be connected to the internet to okay. do it, so. There we go. Sorry, that was late news. Sorry. But yeah. it is news, so. Awesome. Well, if you have news, you can email us. Yeah. At GameWorkExpress at gmail.com. Can I email you news? Why and then you, you can read it? Why not? I will do that. <laughs> but we do have an email this week. Really? 
our best friend Hikari writes in again. That's great. Hikari and Anthony are leading this segment for us, but don't let them have all the fun, guys. Send us your emails. Please send us emails. And it, it's a bummer Rachel's not on the show because this is uh, an email right up her alley because she loves mini games. So um, funny how that happened to me last week. Right. So maybe she'll she can answer it next week. Um, Hikari writes in and says, "What's your favorite mini game? AKA a game within a game." Mine has got to be the gummy ship rail shooter within Kingdom Hearts 2. 2. I don't like Kingdom Hearts 2s, but okay, continue. Uh, second is a more recent uh, yarn bounce in Pokemon X and Y. It stays engaging fun. enough and keeps my Pokemon happy. I guess I haven't done that yet. It's true, yeah. The yarn bounce is a lot of fun. And uh, it's cute. So, you like the gummy shooters in Kingdom Hearts 1 better, but what's your real answer to this question? Oh, yeah, this is a tough one, but I'd probably have to say maybe the Pokemon Stadium mini-games, because they're so much fun. Yeah. Especially loved the Magikarp flopping one, and the Lickitung one, and the Rattata racing. Those were all really good. I enjoyed those. They were cute game within a game. <laughs> Steven, do you have a favorite mini game? Yeah, I think it's important for a good mini game to be cute um, because, you know, it's quick, it's short, it's fun, it's cute. So my favorite mini game of all time actually became a game in itself. So my favorite mini game is Resident Evil Mercenaries, <laughs> which is not cute at all. But what it did with Resident Evil 4 was it took the mechanics of that game and turned it into an arcade game. Mm-hmm. So it turned it into a combo system, and it turned it into just a quick, time short trials. time trial experience. And then on the 3DS, that just there was a full game, Resident Evil Mercenaries, which I I liked a lot. Mm-hmm. That game got kind of reviews all over the place, but it, it ended up making it a full game with a ton of content. And you know, Resident Evil over the years has always done a great job with little extra things, little extra mini games, or after you finish the game, there's just more content that it always unlocks. So Mm -hmm. Mercenaries is a blast. And some people will tell you Mercenaries is the best thing about Resident Evil 5 and 6. And uh, and it was introduced in 4. And then it became its own game on 3DS. I bought that and never played it. Dude, we should totally play that. I love Mercenaries. Um, I can tell you what my least favorite mini game was. That... (laughs) The Final Fantasy X minigame where you had to race the Chocobos to get Titus' ultimate weapon. Oh. I was trying to break my controller playing that thing. Because yeah. you, you have to score a time of zero. Because yep. if you hit balloons, you get time back. Mm-hmm. But if you hit like the birds flying at you, you lose time. Mm-hmm. That was the worst. But my favorite one... I'm going to go with the card game in Final Fantasy VIII. <gasps> nice! That's a really good one. I played that a lot. It was funny because my friend showed me that game, and when I first started playing it, I didn't know what I was doing. I was like eight or nine. And I remember that card game was pretty fun, but then like I got rid of some of my cards for some reason. And it turns out I got rid of like one of the rarest ones I got early in the game once I got the strategy guide, and I was like so mad <laughs> because I was like, I had them so good <sighs> Yeah. But I loved playing that card game. I played it a lot. Yeah, I played it a lot too, now that you mention it. Um, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VIII. And I like Nines as well, although it was different. Um, right. But I really enjoyed those, yeah, and getting the good cards. And just like the frustration of maybe losing to someone and getting your cards taken away. And like, well, now I've got to yeah. just earn them back. Exactly. You know, so, yeah. 
And God, it's like Final Fantasy for me. I also love Blitzball and Final Fantasy Ten. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I, I should have said Blitzball. Blitzball honestly because I can play Blitzball for hours. It should have been its own game, but X Two, no, I will not play Blitzball. Blitzball X Two. See, I only play uh, a little bit of Blitzball. It's terrible. It's like the map is different and like you move in different. It's horrible. Yuna plays Blitzball. It's not interested. Tyus plays Blitzball. So that's why I'm excited most for the HD remake of that, just so I can play ninety hours of Blitzball. That's it. Blitzball's great. So, um, all right. Thank you for the email, Hikari. That's a great question. Thank you so much for the that. email. Please email us. We like I want emails. more emails. All right, let's wrap the show up. We got PlayStation 4 stuff to Google over some more until yes. we get home and get ours. So that was GameWareExpress at gmail.com is that email address. Uh, special stages. Let's go. Man, somebody else. Renee, you start with your special stage. Yes, because I know exactly what I want to do for special stage. Um, So last week I was not here. And there was a really good question asked on the email, and I think that it's a question that was right at my alley, and mm-hmm. I really want to answer it. Um, it. The question was, can you repeat it for me? Can someone just read? It was, um, what game do you like that's popular in Japan that isn't necessarily a big hit here in the States? Okay, awesome. Yes. So, my answer to that question, um, I guess I could say something like, um, what type of game first that I like that not many of them are localized here? Um, like certainly like turn-based RPGs or just like quirky RPGs that mm-hmm. are over there um, that we don't get here. And also I really like dating sims. Um, I think they're cute and fun. Um, and I guess if I had to say a specific game, I could kind of be a cop-out and say Dragon Quest or I could say Persona. Yeah. Um, because certainly Dragon Quest especially, so big um, over there. But I'll actually have to go with the third largest RPG series, um, Japanese RPG series, and the Tales of games. Okay. So The Tales of series. Um, not quite as popular over here, but um, I did read that it's the third largest you know, RPG you know, behind Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest slash Dragon Warrior here. So, um, I guess Tales is just really big over there. I recently read that, um, I think it was for Tales of Zillia 1 or 2, that there were, like, restaurants that were changed into, like, Tales of restaurants. So, they sold, like, Tales merchandise. And they had Tales, like, specific (coughs) meals, like, different entrees that you could order that were based on, like, things from the Tales of series. Um, and there's, like, a specific store that sells just the merchandise. I think one thing that makes, like, games like that more popular over there is that there's merchandise for you to buy. Whereas here in the States, it's like getting your hands on something like that is so difficult because you're importing, you know, things like your figures or cell phone straps and just stuff like that isn't as popular over here that it is there. So merchandising really helps a game like this. So, you know, there was the restaurant and then there was also, like, um, they did collaborations with some of my favorite um like J Fashion um, stores or brands, like um, for Tales is, I think it was Tales of Zillia? No, Vesperia. I can't remember. But um, Putamayo um, is kind of like a punk and Lolita brand, and they did a collab for Tales of Zillia. I'm pretty sure the first one. And recently, um, my very favorite Angelic Pretty did a collaboration with Tales of Symphonia, and they had cool Tales of Symphonia stuff. So um, I would have to say that my answer to this is any game in the Tales of series. That's something I've been wanting to check out, but I never did. 
Didn't Abyss come to 3DS? It that did, yeah, and it's That's a great so game. great. It's probably one of the best ones in the franchise. Maybe sister played it, never played it. And the Symphonia Collection's coming to PS3 next year. Is that the that's, one that was on GameCube? That's the one that was on GameCube, and that's that's probably like my favorite, so you should definitely check that out I when it comes Rachel out. I think Rachel has that one on GameCube. Nice. So check it out. Well, you know, my, are you, did you want to? No, that's pretty much it. I just really have to say that the Tales of series, um, I wish it was more popular here, but, you know. You know, and that that comes into my, my little special stage. I'm excited for RPGs to come back. I think the next year is going to be one of the best years for RPGs, because we've got... Bravely Default coming to, to 3DS in the U.S., which is already an incredible game in Japan. Um, we've is got. It? I haven't heard much about it except everybody hates the name or likes the name. The name's weird. weird, but no, it's it's very popular over okay. there. And um, there's a demo on the U.K. store. I don't know how we can access that, but um, that's in English, which is great. And then all the new Tales stuff coming out. They announced that there's a Tales game in development for PS4. So Fantasia? I don't... Is it, Something like that. Yeah. I mean, that would be an old... It's a remake. Oh, wait. No, not Fantasia. Uh, it's some, some weird like, made-up word. It's a word like that. <laughs> so I just... I want RPGs to do do well because it's my favorite type of game, really. And um, I'm excited to see what's coming in the future. Awesome. So, short and sweet. I just want Persona 5. Do you think that'll come to PS3 or do you think it'll come to PS4? I mean, it makes sense for it to come to PS3. I think it'll be PS3 as well. Because Persona 3 and 4 were late generation PS2 games. And right. you've got a much larger market uh, on PlayStation 3 than, you know, than arguably anything. Mm-hmm. So And but, they already know what they can do, like with graphic wise, based on what they did with Catherine. With Catherine, yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm excited for that. Give me another Catherine while you're at yes. it. I yes. Love that game. Or just let me play it on my Vita. I just want to play it Ooh, Catherine. Catherine on the Vita would be so good. Yeah. It really would. Edge. Yeah. Edge, okay. Edge, edge. <laughs> so for mine I guess I'm gonna lecture some more I don't know um cause last week I talked about how you shouldn't be a jerk on the internet and don't do flame wars because I do whatever I want Sony <laughs> has enough PR Steve we don't need you as a oh, shit on this podcast alright so uh I just wanna say to everybody going by the PS3 this weekend this next week for holidays PS4, PS4 I'm sorry and Xbox One just be careful don't go buy it and wave it over your head saying, look what I have. Because I've seen so many news stories, people buying iPhones, people buying the new Jordans, and there being a stabbing or a shooting or a robbing or something. Uh, you're buying something really expensive. You're buying something really popular. It's going to be hard to find. So just be smart. Yes, definitely. Be don't, careful. Don't be stupid. Yeah, don't go out by yourself and buy this and walk out by the store and get robbed. Yeah. But um, let's, let's not end on a bad thing because uh, next week's show is going to be huge. It will. Yeah. We're going to have played our PS4s. Mario's coming out. Hopefully we'll have that, play some of that. Yeah. And then Zelda's coming Zelda. out. Xbox One's coming out. Oh, next week's going to be a big next show. Next week's the last week. All the After next week, everything's done, and mm-hmm. all the games are out. Yep. So. Get ready for holiday. Then we can play them all and figure out which one's the best. Yeah, we'll have to decide what the best game of the year, maybe what the best game of the generation was, since so, we can reflect on the past seven years. This week's show might have been a little short. Because we're way up in Monroe, but we'll make up for it next week. So hopefully Certainly. the whole crew will be back. Yeah, we'll, and, we'll have a um, full house. And we'll get it done. Will Bob Saget be here? He will. He'll, well, he'll Skype in. Great. We'll get his thoughts on the new <laughs> Mario. Awesome. Um, well, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Arinder or attackofthefanboy.com. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Gameware. And uh, Renee, are y'all doing a Four Swords anytime soon again? 
Oh, not that I know of. And you know, I have been thinking about getting a Twitter specifically for this reason. And I think I have a Twitter, but I can't remember what it is. So I, I know what I follow it is. I'll I'll I follow it. you. I will announce it next time. Though. I will announce my Twitter. Big big alone. show next week. Big that's, reveal. That's why we should super name's Twitter. So that's great. Yep. Uh, all right, y'all. We will see y'all next week. Until then, have fun enjoying your PlayStation Four. See y'all next time. <laughs>